Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. The, the third eye is probably the, the single skill that all animals on this planet feel. We all have instinct, and that's what it is. It is that inner voice, that inner thing that all animals have. Humans have something a little more enhanced than that, because when we get what we call that intuition or that hit or that message, whatever it could be, it usually can go in our thoughts, whether it's going to be looking backwards or looking forwards or setting it as a goal. And that's what animals can't do. Animals can only live in the moment, can only live for right now. And this would supposedly makes up a higher species. It is not our civilization or what we've built in the concrete jungle. It is this particular ability that we can maneuver the messages that we get just from outside our instinct and we could sort of mold it a little differently. We have that choice to mold it. This particular one is really great because I use intuition all the time. It's like a muscle. And like a muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. And when people discount it, it's only because it is so subtle. It is so soft. It's almost like it's you can discount it so easy. When you're going outside, going to go play golf or go gardening or let's say go shopping or you want to go walking and you just pass the front door and you see the umbrella. It says, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'll leave it. I'm not getting, getting it. It's going to be a big deal. And then halfway through it, the heavens open up and it's, I should have brought my umbrella. Yet, you would pass that same umbrella every morning, and you would not look at it. It would not hit you. But there's something that tweaked your energy this morning as you were going out where it's a beautiful day, where you were choosing whether or not you're going to take that. So that's how subtle it is. And that's why we discount it, because we don't realize how soft it is. It is not controlling. It's guidance. And we have the choice whether or not we're going to follow it. It vibrates to the color of violet or indigo, which is a combination of blue. It's a nice blue, steel blue color and purple. Those put together makes that indigo or violet color. It's a very strong vibration. It's energetic element, like it was with uh, the voice, which was sound. And before that was the heart, which was wind. This element is light, traveling at the speed of light. When we say anything about light, it doesn't always mean that it's human. Humans are made up of light, yes. When we hear light, we don't automatically think of a human being. It's something bigger. And that's the essence that we have inside of us, this third eye element. It's between our eyebrows, our physical eyebrows right above, Doctors for many years, many decades, have tried to find it. They've tried to prove that intuition really isn't anything. But there's so much 
data. There's so many people tapping into meditation that taps into their intuition that enhances their health. How could somebody possibly feel that something's about to occur? And it's so indisputable that now Harvard University is starting to implement meditation and how to enhance your intuition. It took them 300 years, but yay, we're, we're, we're glad we're there. They're there. <laughs> but lightworkers over centuries have known this already. And it's glad that science is starting to pick up. They just can't ignore it anymore. It is so strong. The crystals that are really good for this is labradorite, lapis lazuli, which is a, a beautiful blue stone and it's got like little gold specks in it. And if you're into essential oils, it's frankincense and basil. That's usually a good when you're meditating and you, and you put that on. Even the if you have basil plants, you know, in the area and you can smell that. If, if you eat are eating foods that have basil in it, again, it is a nice ability to enhance this particular energy. Amethyst is also a good one. Now, the body connection is basically our nose, our sinuses, and our nervous system. Of course, our brain as well. When things are going on or malfunctioning, it's not quite at its height. With your third eye, you'll have more headaches, eye strain, blurred vision, nightmares. Because what happens is when you're seeing visions, it's like leaving a, a three-year-old just in a room and it's, uh, there's a bunch of baking supplies and next thing you know, flowers everywhere. It's like it, when it's unmanaged, it just goes wild. And what happens is when nightmares happen, that's where it just needs to get harnessed in. Most times when children have nightmares, it's because they've seen something and they can't get that repetitive thought out of their system. A while back where a little boy had nightmares, terrors actually, and it was this wolf that was chasing this particular child. And every time the wolf got closer and closer and it was panting and then they parted this nightmare, just before the wolf would pounce on them, they'd wake up screaming. And after several nights and they said, okay, we got to do something. We, they've tried to relax the child with warm milk and all the, all the various things they've tried to do to calm the child or look at something happy, read happy books. It just ended up being night terrors, but halfway through the evening. Once when we were involved with it, the first thing I saw and uh, as the little boy was talking about the nightmare, and I said, can I ask you a question? Have you ever stopped and turned around and tried to hug the wolf before it, it follows you or before it pounces on you? And he says, oh, no, I'd never do such a thing. I says, that's right, because that's something that the wolf would not expect. And what happens is when we're in a nightmare situation, sometimes we have, it's a, in that lucid dream, because in the panting, in the running, you're starting to come awake. Believe it or not, you're start, because you're no longer in this REM sleep, which is a very deep delta wave sleep. You're no longer in that because you're breathing harder and your pulse is going up. So you really can't have the same vibration. So you're starting to wake up. And you're getting into that lucid dream where you're half asleep and half awake. You still have control of the dream, like you could run faster, you could turn left or right within the dream. But you can also stop and turn around. 
And so I told the little boy to do that. Uh, after about a week or so, I followed up with them and they said, the first night he did that, he said, it worked. And what happened was, is the wolf turned into a butterfly. It just wanted some attention. And since then, so all it is is unmanaged energy. Because you always, always have the power. It's just that fear is the only thing that those nuisance energies have as a weapon for you. You have no fear. They're totally useless. They can't do anything because you've, you've got that power inherently. Some of the good affirmations that I've seen, the more you trust your intuition, the more empowered you become. And then the stronger you become in that intuition, the happier you become. That's from Giselle Bunchen. Follow your instincts. That's where true wisdom manifests itself. That was from Oprah Winfrey. There is a voice that doesn't use words. Listen. That was from Rami. He's one of my favorites in many of them. When we look at intuition, it's almost like a magical subject. When we talk about intuition and why it works, how it works, how do I know that it is intuition or just not my brain talking? That's one of the most popular questions that we ask. Why is it that I'm getting something and I'm only half right. Like sometimes it'll work and sometimes it doesn't. And there are some basic areas where it is intuition and then uh, others, sometimes it is not. It's just fear. Or like one uh, could be that it could be something with history. Like if uh, you've had a very bad relationship with, let's say, a teacher, there was some kerfuffle when in grade three, and then you meet somebody in university that has almost the same first name and almost even looks like the person. And he brings it back. And then you say, you know what? My intuition is telling me not to take this class. That's not intuition. That's your history. We just need to be mindful of that. There are some things that you'll get that is absolutely from your intuition and from your, from your senses and others are not. The feeling of being overwhelmed, you have a hard time sleeping, again, if this energy is a little out, you have runaway thoughts and repetitive thoughts. Let's say you accidentally dropped a knife when you're cooking, you're in the kitchen, let's say, and you drop a knife, and then it almost hit your foot. You know, to some people, oh, so, oh thank God, it, it didn't hit me. But some people will play that 200 times. You just have that knack that, oh my God, I almost hit my foot, almost hit my foot. When we have those repetitive thoughts, it just means this particular energy is out of line because now you're using all your incredible vision abilities for something negative that didn't happen. It didn't hit your foot. You didn't get hurt, but it almost did. But you see, your mind takes over and then it's that, those repetitive thoughts. That's how you would know that you need uh, to work on your intuition. Studies were done, researched hundreds of people over time, and they had two types of pictures that they were going to show them. So they sat them in a chair, they put on their goggles, and they showed them various pictures in their virtual thing. Most of the pictures were nice things, like sunsets and like a child laughing, 
or, or that sort of thing. Like very, very nice pictures. And then there were other pictures, be like videos of snakes coming at you or a tiger coming at you or something dangerous that way. They just put it in a random form and they just asked the people just to look at the pictures and just see what reaction that they get. And what scientists found is about two seconds before, two seconds prior to a scary, dangerous picture, their pupils would dilate. They haven't seen the picture yet, but their senses realized there's something's coming up that's dangerous. And the third eye and the pupils are connected. This is how they tied things together. So they would be looking at a picture of, of a child laughing, let's say. Within one or two seconds before the picture was coming in, their aisles would dilate, and then the picture would come in, and then they would physically, humanly get startled. But long before they saw the picture, their senses kicked in and said, something's about to happen. This is the same type of energy that you would walk through let's say, an alleyway, and you've always taken this to go home. Let's say you work in a certain place, and it's just a shortcut, just to cut through an alley, no big deal. And you've taken this, let's say, hundreds of times. But then there's one night that says, don't know, not getting the same fuzzy feeling. That's your pupils dilating. There's something there that you're not aware of. And so most people say, oh, what the heck, I've done this hundreds of times, and then they'll veto it. They'll just do it anyway. And if something happens, they'll say, oh, yeah, I did kind of get a feeling of that. So what would it take when you constantly are doing something and there's been no problem and all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, I'm getting, I'm not, I shouldn't be going into work today or, I'm, or I should go in later today. That is where we're looking at our intuition and when that kicks in. This is the end of part one, third eye intuition. Now go over to part two. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Hey.